0: Everyone. Welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and here we share stories from women around the world to inspire and encourage young girls and women to dream without limitations. Today, I have the ultimate pleasure of speaking with Ms. Tosh Turner-Fox, and she is a certified professional coach, and I'm so excited to get to know a little bit about her story. She has something special she wants to share with you guys today, so I'm excited for her to share that today and for us to have this wonderful Girl Talk conversation. So hi, how are you doing today, Tosh?
1: I am absolutely
0: fantastic. Cannot complain. Don't have a care in the world. Just excited to be living and breathing. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. So I just want to give you the opportunity to introduce yourself to the audience. Let them know a little bit more about you and what you do
1: awesome awesome thank you so much so i am tosh turner fox i am a certified professional coach i specialize in career coaching and personal development for my company tosh inspires i'm also a certified scrum master and a certified scrum product owner as well as i'm in management and leadership development for a global tech company so i wear many many hats and i say wow i love
0: it love it love it love it and you know i preach this on my show all the time where you know there's not just one thing for us in life you can do many things you can wear, wear many hats you can be successful in many things so i love it love it love it love it so um i know that you wanted to share something special today um a, a conversation that you want to speak through so i want to just let you go ahead and get started on that just How did you get started in this space that you're in? How did you find your purpose? How did you find your why? How did you find your many different hats in life? Um, Just walk us through that a little bit.
1: All right. Awesome. So I'll tell you this. um, I decided many, many years ago, you know, how you have that aha moment, that epiphany. Mm -hmm. I decided um, many, many years ago that I was going to make a commitment to myself to learn something new or acquire a new skill every year. You know, some of those turned out to be a success, like going into the Agile space with Scrum and um, the uh, Lean and things of that sort. And then others, such as golf, have been an epic fail, okay? So Uh I, I, you know, I really, and here's the thing, right? I really love golf, but I, golf for me is a no. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, I still continue to play it. I still continue to invest in it. I still continue to get those very cute outfits to wear for it. But the reality <laughs> is, it is no, you know, it's just, but it's fun. I feel sorry for the people that actually have to play alongside me, Mariah, because I'm going to be honest, uh-huh. instead of yelling four, they need to yell duck. I mean, it's <laughs> bad. But nonetheless, again, it's about trying. It's about going after new things, experiencing new things, really living life out loud. I think that's very, very important. However, saying all that to say this, I believe in life, you have to have a balance. And then when you don't create a balance for those things, sometimes they start to unravel. And in the midst of being busy, and we all are busy, uh, for me, I began to neglect one of the really important aspects of my life, uh, which is my health. And ultimately, Mm -hmm. last year, a routine annual checkup turned into a rapidly ordered MRI and then news that would actually change my entire life to this day Mm -hmm. pardon me um my son and i were actually to kind of rewind we were riding in in the car peacefully listening to tunes now i want you to know that my son uh he's a grown-up now he's in college um so it's really funny even though he's a young person we still uh, on very frequent occasions are able to settle in on um a genre of music that we both enjoy and really just vibe to it you know right (laughs) that particular day was one of those moments so we were at ultimate peace and then all of a sudden i get a call you know, now in our cars, it's not the same as it used to be. You have the consoles, they have the radio, and guess what, the telephone attached. So there's Mm -hmm. no way for you to really conceal when you receive a call that you'd like to be private or personal when someone else is in the car. In that case, my son was there. So there was no way for me to really shield him from the news that I was about to receive. But ultimately, Um, the doctor got on the line and she said, uh, "Talk to me about the results of the MRI." And she let me know very calmly that I uh, had a tumor in my head. Wow! And so, yeah, it was it was really really something. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna tell you, talk about the stages of grief. You know, I believe that I went through all of the stages of grief in five minutes flat. I did. <laughs> No, no, uh, it was like denial, it was like I was bargaining, then I went into anger, then I got depressed a little bit, then I went into, okay, we're gonna have to accept it because I have to make sure that I'm okay. I'm an only child, my son's an only child, so I need to make sure that everyone involved in my life is going to be okay. So Uh ultimately, I just had to, I hate to use this term, but I I had to suck it up because I Mm -hmm. had to start figuring out things So my greatest concern really was for my son, because Mm. again, he is an only child and although he's an adult now and he's in college. Um, the reality was I still was concerned in making sure that I had him prepared as best he could, um, for the reality that maybe I would be either incapacitated due to this or ultimately just not be here. So that was a really, really great concern for me. And it really, actually, to be honest, it broke my heart. Mm -hmm. However, I do want to say there is light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, one of the things that I realized uh, firsthand was when I talked to the doctor, I was really, really concerned about, are they going to have to open up my head? Because that was thing. They they, they they may alter who I am. It may change me. I don't want to be changed. I mean, not if it's not in a good way. You know what I mean? Right. And so uh-huh. that was the biggest, one of the biggest scares for me was, like, oh, now they're going to have to crack open my head. I hate to say it like that, but seriously, then, <laughs> I'm going to crack open my head. And then, but ultimately uh, in talking to the doctor, the endocrinologist, they came up with a plan of treatment that would not require me to have surgery on my head. So I was ecstatic about that. However, mm-hmm. I do want to be honest and say that the treatment, it was, it was pretty brutal the first little bit, the first part of it. And it, it was, it was, it seemed like the, the, it would be an easy thing because it was something that I could administer at home. It was through medication. And that's gravy right you don't have to get to right but it i went through some things honey (laughs) right i went through some things you know right i
0: know and sometimes just regular medication is like hard to adjust to so you can imagine like trying to take out a tumor you know
1: things but let me tell you this is how good god is you know ultimately it started to get better and better and Mm. then uh now i i'm happy to report that I'm almost back. I feel like I'm back to normal. Now mm-hmm. I'm on treatments for two years. I've already completed one of those years. And, mm-hmm. um, but I see the things that ultimately I didn't pay attention to that were changing, ch- turning back. It's like the clock was rewound. Mm-hmm. rewound, rewound. So it has been amazing. And as mm-hmm. I said, I feel, ultimately I feel like my, my old self again but it's just a testament to listening to your body and knowing when there are subtle changes to occur and really paying attention to that if you see and 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 i mean mariah it was subtle changes like hair brittling just a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to blame that on, oh, that's my diet or I'm stressed, you know, I'm too busy, you know, or Mm -hmm. or it was nail changes, different changes with my nails. Oh, honey, I'm doing, I'm going to the nail shop too much. Or, you know, there's always an excuse Mm -hmm. when in reality, those little things ultimately could be a tumor in your head. So you have to pay attention to it. Young people and mature seasoned people alike Man and woman, child, pay attention to your body. You are the expert of your own body. You know when your body doesn't feel just right. And if that's the case, just go get checked out. It's important. Mm -hmm. It's very, very important.
0: No, definitely. I totally agree with that because you know, especially as women, you know, they put, um, for one instance, you know, they put us on birth control for different various reason, reasons, for health reasons, for, you know, contraception, whatever you're on birth control for. But you know how there are like so many different types of um, birth control, but a lot of women don't necessarily pay attention to the different changes and the different symptoms. And ultimately it causes, you know, them to lose themselves. And in, a, in an essence, you know, um, it can cause the, it could cause weight gain. All these different things that you have to pay attention to. So, I I totally understand your story. It's like listen to your body. Pay attention to when th- something isn't wrong. Don't ignore it because ultimately you'll you know it's something that you can be like okay I could have prevented this or I could have caught this a little bit earlier than when I am now. So I totally get what you're saying there, and especially women um in business you know or with. Just in general, we're trying to take care of so many things, trying to juggle so many things, and we we forget about ourselves. We say, you know what, I'll just put this off later. Or, you know, that's really nothing. I'll just, I'll, I'll check and see what happens a week or two, maybe a month later but we really need to just pay attention to ourselves. We need to care for ourselves. We need to put ourselves first and understand, you know, what's going on with our bodies. You know, there's, it's, it's really complicated. So we really don't understand. So ask a question about anything. So I really, um, I really do t- take heed to what you're saying on that, because I think it's something that we really have to realize, especially being busy. <laughs> it's now, hard.
1: We're all busy, but the reality is if you're, too busy ultimately and you lose your health, then you won't be busy at all because Mm -hmm. you won't be able to do anything or ultimately you may not be here. So it's very very important that we prioritize busy and again, create Mm -hmm. the right type of balance. It's essential for that. Um, But I do wanna add another thing to it and that Mm -hmm. is out of that um, grief moment, um, out of that tragedy moment, um, I became determined to persevere and mm-hmm. to create it into a triumph moment. So after experiencing something like that, you have, again, another aha moment that I experienced. Mm-hmm. And I, I really started to think about this phrase and we use this phrase so often, Mariah, I'm not kidding you. It, it's become sort of a cliche. But at the same time, it's so real. My grandmother is mm-hmm. my great grandmother, everyone. Right. So sure you heard this and they say, life is too short. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the reality is it is short. So it's a real thing. Even if you live to be 120 or hundred, here's mm-hmm. the reality relative to the thousands upon thousands of years that have preceded you. A hundred mm-hmm. years is but a moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So life is, even if you do that hundred plus, it's still short. So what I did in my aha moment, I decided to make a decision to rob the grave blind. And I wasn't <laughs> going to give it the satisfaction of taking my ideas, my creative expressions, my stories, my books, any of it. I mm-hmm. decided I would deplete my creative bank as much as possible, starting with a passion project that I thought about doing a number of years ago. And you know, how you keep putting something off. I say, well, I have this. This is really more important. I'm going to get to that. This is something. Mm-hmm. This is cute, but I'm going to, you know, and I'll do it. But I'm going to get to it. And I kept putting it off. Kept mm-hmm. putting it off. And then finally, I was like, listen, you have been spared. So you're going to sit down and do this because ultimately this passion project is not about you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's about helping other people. And I've always Mm -hmm. had a heart for the elderly, the seasoned um, Mm -hmm. citizens, Um, Uh but I've also always had a heart for young people. So in my former life, if you will, Mm -hmm. I've also taught acting, acting classes, personal development classes, I've done personal development lectures, for children and adolescents. So Mm -hmm. one of the things that I wanted to do was to create a space in which they would be able to feel comfortable within themselves. And maybe at that point, I couldn't go out and lecture to them about it. Maybe I couldn't have a support group with them where they, and especially in these times, but I thought something that I could do is create something that they can utilize or read at their own time So I came up with a children's book. So that's my passion project is to actually write the children's book, publish the children's book. So Mm -hmm. that is what I have done this year.
0: Right. And I love um, your story and I love, you know, we're all trying to be a help to someone else. Um, Our passions are essentially to help someone else. Um, But we have to make sure that we help ourselves first, take care of ourselves in order to help other people, so it's very important to take a look at your health. And um, I'm really like huge on you know impacting the youth as well, just because um, there are a lot of our children and under underprivileged children, especially who don't have certain opportunities afforded to them or who aren't aware of certain things that are in their life, um, even even health, you know, they may not be educated on, you know, things to take care of their health or to bring longevity to their life. So I think that's very important to impact the youth so that they can have a fulfilled life, you know.
1: Absolutely. And I think one of the things that you have to start with is for them to have a healthy view of who they are. Mm -hmm. Having a healthy view of who you are. Is going to really set the stage and set the tone for how you conduct yourself further in life. Mm -hmm. If you have an unhealthy view of who you are, then anyone and everyone will tell you anything and everything about you and you will start to believe the narrative. So it has Mm -hmm. to become important that regardless of um, who we are, regardless of how we look, regardless of our economic background, regardless of all of those things that we really take assessment of ourselves and say, what's great about me and that, that is great about me, I'm gonna let everyone know about it. I'm gonna let that shine. That's what's gonna be important. And then here's the other thing, the thing that you think is different that people may associate with not being so great, okay? Being mm-hmm. able to reconcile with that and say, guess what? That's part of me. So guess what? That's great too. Right. Everything about me is great. And so I'm going to maximize on that particular aspect of my life and say, hey, this may be different about me, but guess what? That's what make me, makes me unique. That's what makes me special. And to somebody, it's important, but it has to start with you. You have to be the person that makes it important and then other people will follow.
0: Definitely. And, you know, one thing I do admire about um, the younger generation now is they are, they're listening. I feel like they're listening, they're taking charge. And I see so many young people, you know, they're starting their businesses, they're taking their life into their own hands and they're even uplifting each other to do better in life. And I think that's really important because As a community, whether it's generational wise, race wise, gender wise, um, we all have to uplift each other. We have to make a difference in each other's life and make an impact as a whole. So I really do applaud, you know, everyone in this in this time period, you know, even especially what we're going through right now. Like you see so many people doing things that they've been saying, okay, I'm going to do it later. I'm going to do it later. It's giving them time to sit here and say, you know, what? Okay, now is the time. Now is the time for me to take part and do something for myself, do something that I've always wanted to do and stop putting things off because life is short. And you see that, you know, we have so many people in our world dying now, just, just suddenly out of nowhere. And it's like, you know what, what, what's the point of life? If you, you aren't able to live and say, you know what, I was able to do that. Even if it didn't um have success to the, to the value that I wanted it to, I accomplished it. I did it. And, you know, I can say that for the rest of my life, you know?
1: Yeah. You have to redeem the time because again, as we say, that, you know, life is not promised. And Mm -hmm. the reality is you have to start thinking of yourself as number one, a a vessel of change and a vessel of purpose. So we're Mm -hmm. all here for a reason. So number one, you have to tap into what is that reason that you're here, what problem do you solve? If you think about companies, companies are a success because they solve problems for people. So you have to treat yourself almost as a company, as a business. So what am I here to solve? And that should be your mission. Now that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you don't have fun. That doesn't mean you don't enjoy yourself, pamper yourself, things of that sort. That's part of that balance piece that allows Mm -hmm. you to be a human. But at the same time, we ultimately can't spend all of our days just enjoying ourselves. Because again, mm-hmm. as I talked to you about earlier before we started uh, on the actual podcast, it, you know, it would get dull if that's all. You, after a while, even the most enjoyable thing will become dull. So you have to, there has to be some, um, what I would call a positive chaos to an extent mm-hmm. so that you can really evoke change in the world. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and the only way to do that is to really figure out what your purpose is, what is your reason for being, what problem do you solve, and then to actually go after that. And it's not always mm-hmm. easy to discover, but um, in talking to several other people, several, several other leaders and business uh, folks, I've discovered mm-hmm. that there is a, um, a similar sentiment that I get from a lot of people and that is when you're trying to solve for something or be the solution to a problem, you first have to identify what that problem is. And it's usually something that just irks you, something mm-hmm. that just annoys you to no end, something that is something that has just pierced the very soul, your very soul, or it is mm-hmm. crushed your heart or something that you are just extremely passionate about because it is it it is a problem for you normally Mm -hmm. that is the way we go into figuring out how we can be part of the solution and ultimately we find our purpose through that
0: right most definitely i feel like you know you have to take that deep dive i know um i myself you know you go through life um i talk about this a lot you go through life you know You are taught these different standardizations of success, of what it means to be successful, different successful careers. And, you know, it's what society is telling you. Okay, choose from this list right here, because this is what is going to be a successful career. But we don't really take the time to realize or be creative in our own space and ask ourselves, what is it that I like to do? What is it that makes me happy? What is it that I'm passionate about? Um and I think you know, even going to college, like oh so um, I tell people this a lot, also,' when I went to college, you know, all my life, I wanted to be a doctor, and I never really thought about you know, is this really what I want to do? does this match the lifestyle that I want to have? and it's like, yes, becoming a doctor, you know it gives you success, it gives you wealth and but You have to think about different aspects, like the lifestyle, um, the different field of, you know, medicine that you're going to go into. Like me, I tell people I'm an overachiever. So I always wanted to be a pediatric surgeon. So you already know what kind of lifestyle that would give me. But at the same time, I knew that in my future, when I have when I have children, I'm fortunate enough. You know, I want to be around. I want to be able to have time freedom with my time. I want to be able to have financial freedom. Um, likewise, you know, to complement that. And I just had to sit there and say, you know what, um, I got this degree in biomedical sciences, but I don't really want to take the conventional route, go to med school and do that. I kind of need to figure out what it is that I really want to do in life, that, that what makes me happy so that I can live the lifestyle that I essentially want for my future, Um, not necessarily right now, but for my future. So I think it's really just taking that deep dive and asking yourself a bunch of questions, asking yourself, where do you see yourself in the next five years, next 10 years, next 15 years? And that will give you like so much clarity, so many answers, and you'll be able to choose just from there, being able to ask different people in those fields that you're looking at um what is your lifestyle like you know I had a lot of mentors so they would always tell me different things I'm like wait a minute wait 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 (laughs) I don't know if this is really what I want so I think it's like really just taking that deep dive asking yourself a lot of questions like question you know question yourself just so that you can really understand truly who you are because if we're growing up all of our lives and someone is telling you like, you know, this is who you are. This is what you want to do. This is what is successful. This is what's going to make you successful. You know, we really never truly get to understand who we are, what we love, you know?
1: I agree. I think there is a quote that I often say and is, um, don't focus on others, just run your own race. And I really, really feel that that's important because you should define what success is for you. You mm-hmm. should define it not your parents, not your grandparents, not your mm-hmm. friends, not even as you married your spouse,
0: you have right. to
1: determine what success looks like to you because if you don't mm-hmm. do that, ultimately you're not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna
0: be happy. And let's just let's just talk about it because you know we're in a social media age, and I like to talk about this a lot just to get different perspectives from everyone how they feel about the situation is because you know. We go through life now and we see all the glitz and the glam on social media. We see this idea of a perfect body, this idea of a perfect female, this idea of success. You have to have these things to be successful. If you don't have these things, then we're not going to think that you're successful. And it's like, you know, how do you feel about that? How do it's just like a race that we're trying to run. And it's just like, kind of like, you know, like, do I even enjoy this? It's like running track and you're like, do I even like running?
1: I define my
0: success. Right.
1: I defined it. That, that, that I define it. That is the, that is the simplest way to answer that question. I, mm-hmm. I define what success is for me now, ultimately early on, again, mm-hmm. when you're taught a certain what success is, and this is the, this is the way to success. And this is what success looks like. Ultimately mm-hmm. it's a learned behavior, but over mm-hmm. time, as I matured and seasoned, I realized, no, I define what success is and I became much happier that way. So here's the thing you have to think about. It goes back to what I said earlier, having a healthy idea of who you are. Mm
0: -hmm. Meaning
1: you, this is the me, you said do a deep dive. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. The deep dive, who is Tosh Turner Fox? What makes her stand out? And when Mm -hmm. I say stand out, not to others, to her because Mm -hmm. the first step is understanding how I feel about me if the Mm -hmm. narrative in my head is oh I'm too this or I'm too that or I'm not enough of this I'm not enough of that then all of my decisions all of my actions are going to be centered around that narrative Mm -hmm. however if I have created the narrative that hey Tosh Turner Fox is smart hey Tosh Turner Fox is giving she's kind Mm -hmm. She's gentle. She can be aggressive at times when she needs to be. All <laughs> things, she's a mama. So, you know, it goes without saying, you go into their right. mode. Right. But that mm-hmm. being said, just knowing who you are. And sometimes that goes back to, and I'm a big, big champion of this is writing mm-hmm. things down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I there's no way i can keep up with everything that i have to do without writing it down mm-hmm. and in fact you, this may sound crazy but again this is what i do this works for me um mm-hmm. i have whiteboards even in my room even in my
0: bedroom mm-hmm.
1: because i need to wake up in the morning me and- too
0: <laughs> i, going on I feel I like we're like
1: right here <laughs> i got mm-hmm. the you know i'm i'm a scrum master so i have kanban board <laughs> in that, so, because I need to understand so what's to do, what's in progress and what's done. I need all mm-hmm. of these, the things but ultimately you need to if nothing else take you a spiral notebook, take you a piece of loosely notebook paper and you need to write down starting with who do I say I am
0: mm-hmm.
1: so on one end let's find what my 10 greatest strengths are right write this down. then on the other side what are my 10, not things that are not my strengths, but I like to say, what are your opportunity areas? Where are your mm-hmm. areas of growth? Not to right. say you think not weak at, you're not weak, but mm-hmm. you're there's opportunity there.
0: I love that. I love that. Get and then out. just getting rid of your doubt in that thought process, because you can say, Oh, I'm kind of good at that. But no, don't say you're kind of good at it. Say you're good at it. You know? Even if you need to improve on it, or you can work on it, that's your opportunity area. It's not a weakness. Don't talk down on yourself. So, I totally agree with that. I love that. You have
1: to use words of affirmation, and I know um, people say, "Oh, that th- th- this new so positive thing is it, it is a standard of it's become cliche." No, it's become real and it needs to mm-hmm. happen because we have been so negative for so long that's all Right, that's how we've
0: been conditioned.
1: That's all we know and now hearing something positive is uncomfortable. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be uncomfortable. Do the, the dip diff- there's a difference. You can mm-hmm. give feedback which is different from criticism. You can mm-hmm. give feedback and that can evoke change just as swift and just as impactful as you giving criticism. Right. So at the end of the day, it's not about you just saying, oh, I'm this most wonderful person. And I'm so perfect. And we're not saying that. But what right. we're saying is what is good about you. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. Where there are opportunities. Talk about that. And then here's the thing. Get you some healthy feedback from people that you trust. Now, don't it right. from a stranger necessarily. Who doesn't know mm-hmm. you does not care about you. And it, it, there's room for that. It depends on mm-hmm. what you're asking. Right really, really important things, you need a trusted set of counsel. So a few people mm. that you can trust. No matter what, they're going to keep Make it. Make sure they're not
0: yes people because after yes it. people don't help you grow. Yeah,
1: what, what you said. So my son <laughs> says, keep it a buck. So you need some <laughs> keep it a buck people. Um, they tell you that outfit is cute, but maybe not on you, but they do <laughs> it the Let's go. They do it right. in such a way that you are not offended, and you know it's coming from a good place. Because when you do right, it, guess what they do? They applaud you. They're your biggest uh-huh. leaders. So you find that small set because it can't be large. Because mm-hmm. you, you're not going to find a large set if you got nope. two of a group. They say, then they're becoming those yes men that Mariah's mm-hmm. talking about. So not. Not a large group. You get three, four, five at max, and that's the mm-hmm. council of people that are going to steer you in the right direction and provide you the feedback that you need. And then you pay it forward by being that person for someone else. And that, my friend, is how you figure out who you are, what's important, what merits you being concerned about it. And it also takes you away from looking at social media and feeling envious of people and these Mm -hmm. sorts of things. Because when you know truly who you are and what success looks like to you, then if it's if it's not what they have, it's okay because mm-hmm. your success is different. And you right. have to get to the point that you define what success looks like to you, mm-hmm. what that means, and then that way you are not really concerned with comparing yourself to other people.
0: No, definitely. And it's definitely okay to desire and want materialistic things and to use them as motivation, but you shouldn't let them define you or just define you your level of success, you know?
1: Absolutely not. I, I won't do it because if you, you do that, here's what I've learned. As I said, I'm a little seasoned. I have a son in college. Tell you, I'm no spring chicken now. Uh, <laughs> but here's the reality. Here's the reality, my friends. You will not get out of the thing in the morning. If you compare yourself to every single person that you deem is successful,
0: you mm-hmm. won't do it
1: because you'll get, nope. you, you'll feel so discouraged because here's why, because life changes at a dime. Let me repeat. Right. Life changes at a dime. One moment I was on top, honey. And the next moment, mm-hmm. my doctor told me I had a tumor in my head. Mm-hmm. Now everything changed, but right. what? It changed again. So Mm -hmm. what I'm encouraging you to do, my friends, is again, find purpose, find what success looks like to you, and Mm -hmm. then ultimately, once you decide what success looks like to you, that's what you wake up in the morning thinking about, not what other folks have. Because Mm -hmm. ultimately, you could be on top one day and and down the next. We've seen it happen with so many people. You can look at celebrities and do that. You know, because mm-hmm. they're real people too, despite what we think. They are real people too, with real lives, and they're very, very much human. So, right. don't focus on someone else's race. Run your own race. So, mm-hmm. when you get to that finish line, you can say, "Hey, I made it, Mama, I made
0: right.
1: it." Take <laughs> it because you decided what the finish line looked like, and then mm-hmm. you wake up. I wake up in the morning refreshed, honey. Wake mm-hmm. up refreshed because I know, even if I've had a bad seat. Sleep, sleep I'm refreshed because I know I know who I am I know whose mm-hmm. I am and I know what success is for me
0: at this moment it may change 10 years from right, time, right it's now. okay to change too It should. it's okay that's it should evolving it should right yeah. I I talk about it um about it on one of my other podcasts where you know creating vision boards you can't create a vision board and keep that same vision board for the next five years because let's say you put a car on there and it's a 2013 car are you still going with that 2013 car in 2018 you know you got to keep evolving you got to keep you know updating upgrading and just updating your plan for your life because you can't like you reach one milestone you, re- you reach one goal you got to keep going it's not to say you just stop right there
1: don't get complacent in that in that glory either. Cause we tend to do mm-hmm. that. Oh Jesus, now I'm gonna rest in it. Well while you rest, right. somebody is passing you. And again, we're not talking, we, we want you to run your own race, but somebody is passing you. What they and that person that passed you took your idea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Took your original took idea. Took your
0: idea yeah. and now you down out of your glory.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You added now the thing that you had, they took and ran with it. So that's the other thing. You got to act on it and move on it. You can't procrastinate. Mm-hmm. You have to move on right. it when you when you have. It. We all have discernment. We all have things that we aspire to do spiritually in our in, in, in our in our being. We know there's some things that we want to achieve. Just yes, mm-hmm. you know, we want this this certain thing. I want to achieve. Go after it. Don't don't hesitate. Don't pause. Again, like Mariah, you were saying, this is the perfect moment when the when the when the earth stood still. You mm-hmm. know, for the most part, when we stand still. You need to be acting on all of those things that you aspire to. Like I said, my passion projects, I start working on them. I put it off of someone. Mm-hmm. I start working on those projects because why not? This is not, what else are you doing, friend? Let me ask you something. Let me let me whisper to you. What else are you
0: Well, um, you know, most people, they know that I help small and new business owners build their business, their branding to scale their income. I also have my own fitness line where we sell women's fitness attire and accessories. And then I have my organization, which is an extension. uh, Well, this podcast is, is an extension of power and encourage young girls and young women to just dream without limitations because, you know, uh, we have a, you're only good enough for this. You're a woman. You should only be doing this. So we have to, as women, uplift each other, let them know, educate them, bring a, them that, you know what, there's more to life than this. You, have, you, can, be, you can do this. You can do that. You can put in, do anything that you put your mind to. So that's essentially the scope of me. Everything I do is to empower and uplift individuals, especially women. So that is you know what I'm doing
1: you should and you should because if we're not reaching out and helping someone else then you know the, our, our existence will be really bleak it really really will if you if, if you're only for self you think about it, then you might as well be on an island by yourself the whole right. purpose of, of, <laughs> of the human race is for us to coordinate collaborate and to do things to help one another so it's essential that you reach back once you have garnered your level of success you reach back and help someone else so Mm -hmm. a few key things if you don't mind that I want to leave with the audience I know we're Mm -hmm. we're pushing at our time but a few key things that I want to make sure that I do leave with the audience today uh, number one is sort of the thing that I evangelized from the very beginning which is to listen to your body and Mm -hmm. know that your body gives you clues when things aren't right And no matter Mm -hmm. how subtle those things are, you have to stay in tune with you. Again, as I said earlier, you are the expert of your own body. You know, well, how your body operates. So make sure even if it's the smallest change, if it goes on for a period of time that you make sure that you go and you seek some type of medical help just to make sure that you're okay. That's number one. And then the other thing is, despite adversity, you can always turn tragedy into triumph by seizing the moment. And so don't allow the grave to be richer than you. Cancel Mm -hmm. the notion that the grave will take with it. Your brilliant ideas, Mm -hmm. your your speeches, your movies, your inventions. Don't let it do it. Decide Mm -hmm. to pursue those goals and dreams. And then once you decide to do it, my friends, take action. Mm
0: -hmm. And yeah, my mom, she always says that, you know, she says the grave is the richest, you know, the richest place on earth because there's so many people who didn't leave things to other people. You got family members who probably didn't um, leave an award-winning recipe to pass it along in family, you know, that can create generational wealth. You never know. There's so many gems, so many, so much value from people that they weren't able to pass it on. So, um, you know, find your success, create it and pass it on to help another person just become great, better in their life. So mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. I do want to give you the opportunity before we do close out, if anyone wants to reach you for services or just wants to follow your journey, um, just let them know how they can do that.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mariah. So you guys can reach out to me at Toshinspires.com. That is Tosh T-A-S-H Inspires with an S dot com. And you can see all of my services. You can reach out to me. You can just say hi. I love that. So thank you.
0: Love it, love it, love it. And we'll also link that below in the description for the podcast. Um, But we thank you once again. This was a very great conversation. Really enjoyed every minute of it. Um, thank you everyone for tuning in. Once again, this is made to dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and we'll see you next time.